Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup, oh, blocked by James! With all your latest sports news and commentary, you're listening to the TNT Podcast with your hosts, Tyler Layfield and Torres Finney. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast with your boy, Torres Finney, and my co-host, Donald Layfield. Look, I got food in the mouth. <laughs> it's hard not to eat when you're hungry, man. <laughs> but, man, I'm excited to be back on here with my boy, Tyler. Hey, man, just got back from the honeymoon, man. Yeah. How was it, bro? How was it? It was great. Uh, down in Cancun, all-inclusive, it was well worth it. So I, it was a blast. Um, I enjoyed every minute of it, dude. Did, didn't want to leave, man. Uh, honestly, it was it was a good time. Yeah, it was, it was heaven on earth for you, wasn't it, I bet, oh, man. Yes. I bet. Oh, yes. Hey, man, so, that look, those trips, man, they're the best thing in the world, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, what's what's new with you? What's the What's the latest on the fight stuff, my man? Um, oh, yes, definitely, man. Uh, everything's going good. We got the opponent. Got everything set. Um, August 5th. Still waiting on a doggone contract. Contract need to be sitting in. But besides uh-huh. that, everything is set. Uh, opponent. Opponent name is uh, Lewis Brewington. Um, he's fought on the uh, PFL. Uh, he's got a fight actually upcoming next week. More than likely, he should win. Um, so he'll be coming to the fight one and one. Uh, his first ever fight was on the PFL pro fight when it gets a guy from uh, Serbia. Uh, only lost a guy by decision. Um, taller guy, you know, lanky, uh, southpaw. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the matchup, yeah. man. So I, I love this and get a chance to fight an icon. You know, it's gonna be in the UFC fight pass. Um, big opportunity to be able to fight on there. Um, a lot of eyes gonna be on it. Jorge is gonna be there. Um, obviously, it's his promotion. Um, a lot of big time opportunities. Also, I'm fighting with a lot of guys on that same show. Me, a Moon, Quentin Colepepper, uh, okay. Lindsey Jones. There's a lot of us. We're all fighting together, so I'm excited all y'all about gonna be that. At that one. We all gonna be on that same card Ooh, together. Yeah, dang, yeah, dude, it's, gonna, it's gonna be a lot of a lot of making guys all on this one card, man. It's gonna be yes. in Savannah, Georgia. Um, I'll be getting tickets in hand, uh, and the tickets actually, and it's not that bad. You think about, it. I mean, uh, fifty to you know, you have a seat, so it's fifty overall for general admission. And if you want a table, the table is a thousand, but the table has up to ten people. So it'd just be $100 per person if you want to table. Yeah. So Savannah, Georgia at the convention center. So I'm excited, man. I, I'm really excited. So I, I can't I can't wait. I've been training for this. Uh, this is something we already knew about uh, before even the last fight, uh, potentially. Uh, so I've been training for this for a long time. So I'm ready to go. We're about All four right. weeks out. Yeah, dude, that sounds freaking awesome. That, that sounds like a good time. So I'm going to definitely see if I can uh, be able to make it to that one. I think that – that that one's close enough. I feel like people are going to be able to really be able to make their way out for that. So that's uh that's really good. Um, good to hear on that end. Uh, so today, so we're recording this here, uh, July sixth. Uh, been a lot of stuff going on, but something came up today. Uh, literally just a little while ago before we started this, and that was Baker Mayfield getting traded from the Cleveland Browns to the Carolina Panthers for a fifth round pick. Now the immediate uh kind of reaction that I kind of had was. Um, you know, pretty pretty good deal, I think, for Carolina. Taking a swing on Baker, only costing a fifth-round pick. Fifth-round picks, sometimes they can pan out, sometimes not. It wasn't high draft capital by any means. Um, they do have Sam Darnold. They do have Matt Corral, who they just drafted uh, from Ole Miss this past year. But I think Baker Mayfield could be the guy, should Sam Darnold keep playing like he did, 
Um, he could be a plug and play, be the starter, and that, that'll give Matt Corral some time to maybe grow underneath him. And then who knows if this works out, maybe Baker Mayfield can keep that spot and um, actually make the most out of it uh, there in Carolina. What were your thoughts, though? Uh, my thoughts were pretty interesting. You know, we knew a certain move was going to be made eventually. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, I didn't know necessarily if Baker was going to get traded this season, mainly because mm-hmm. we still don't know the full context and uh, everything going on with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So uh, because of that, I, I didn't I didn't think they would make that decision now just to have something on the back end. Mm-hmm. But for them just to trade away Baker Mayfield for a fifth-round pick, I mean – I don't know, man. You know, like I said, Baker Mayfield is going into a solid situation. Uh, you know, in the Panthers. Panthers got a little, got a little solid team. It's okay. You yeah, know, they did, they did okay last year. What was their record last year? Like six and eleven, seven and. I have to look. They started off pretty hot when Sam Darnold was getting all those yeah. rushing touchdowns, but and, and you know they do have some good weapons. They still got McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. Yeah, they do. You know, they got they got they some got solid fun. players on that team. Um, I'm trying to look up the. Wins and losses from 2021, and it looks like let's see here they were five and twelve. So they started off kind of hot and then just kind of sputtered as the uh, season went along. So, um, um, yeah, I don't I don't know how much Baker Mayfield per se will like add to that team. Um, he might be one of the better quarterbacks on the on the roster. Um, you know, Sam Donalds is good in his own right. Um, he could be sitting. You know, if something happened to Sam, I could see Baker coming in. Uh, you got to remember now, look, just one, two years ago, even though it gives my Steelers, he beat the Steelers in the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, a one-fourth down away from beating the Chiefs, you know. So, you know, yeah. you can't – you know, look, they're, they're right there, man. I, I, can't, I can't get – say nothing about them. They're right there. Uh, he, yeah. he, played, he played on a good team, and uh, he was a solid quarterback. He made a lot of mistakes. He made a lot it of is. blunders. I remember he was he was always in the eye more because he was more outgoing. He was he always was. in the eye of the media. So anytime he made a mistake, the media was going to jump on him. Uh, the media jumped on him more for what he did wrong rather than what he did good. Uh, yeah. And he did have some solid years. Uh, and well, not necessarily. I don't want to say solid years. He had a solid. He had about a solid two years. Yeah. But he had some solid games for Cleveland. So he did. I can't say he just throw dirt on him because he, he's not an entirely bad quarterback, but he has his moments and he's, I think he'd be a good backup for Sam, if not starter for the Panthers. So, yeah, yeah. I agree. Now. And it, you brought up a good point about Cleveland. Yeah. We're still following that situation with Deshaun Watson. And the more that time passes, it seems like Deshaun Watson probably, I, I don't know from the, from what I'm gathering, they're going to end up having to go without him for a year. Cause I mean, you know, and I've seen Kobe, uh, a good friend of the show, Kobe Reed, he, you know, he, I think he said something about like, I swear if, if Calvin Ridley gets a whole season suspension for betting on some games and then Deshaun Watson goes through all this stuff and gets less than that, you know, that's going to be pretty wild. And that's a great point to make. Um, Deshaun, he's made, he's made some big, big mistakes. And from what I was, um, you know, reading even before this trade, they weren't planning on using Baker Mayfield. Apparently they were going to go with Jacoby Brissett. So it looks like they're going to stick to that plan. Yeah. Hmm. They're going to, Jacoby Brissett is on that team. Uh, who we all know is a good backup. You know, he's, he's stepped in for the Patriots in the past, for the Colts, um, and, you know, and he, he's had his moments as well where he's done pretty good. He's a serviceable guy. Um, so I, I don't, you know, this definitely caps the talent of Cleveland. Uh, by all means, you know, uh, having a guy like Brissett running the show is going to uh, put you at a spot where, you know, you're probably not going to go too crazy. 
you, you're going to probably win some games, though, and um, he'll be able to help you out uh, to a certain degree. But um, that, that's what it's looking like for Cleveland right now. I would expect Brissett to, at the moment, I think he's going to end up being the starter for the year, but we'll see. So I got a question. Didn't some of the uh, allegations against Deshaun Watson, didn't like about 20 of them fall off? Yeah, apparently they were settled outside of court. So in other terms, he was uh, – But that's still – So like, people got paid like off. Yeah, I think yeah. like they still – I just you know, don't know how this much can happen and, you know, it gets swept under the rug, though. There's going to be some um, some punishment for this for sure. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, in other news, we had a ton. He's not the NBA. only one getting traded. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's not, not the only one trying to get traded. <laughs> uh, no, he's not. He's not. And, uh, I mean, which one do you want to jump into first? Uh, some free agency stuff, or would you rather go ahead and get into the KD Kyrie drama? Let's get into KD and Kyrie, oh, man. Let's get into that. Oh, yes, let's get, yes, let's yes. get into that juice. So, so Kyrie, the whole situation with Kyrie, this was kind of happening even before um, I was gone on my little hiatus. And this was something we were following. And, man, we were texting in our group chat, me and Jacob, we really want Kyrie in L.A. with LeBron. I want that reunion to happen. I don't care how crazy the dude is. Him in the spot of Russell Westbrook is an automatic improvement to me. And even though people want to dismiss Kyrie, they hate the way he acts off the court, the dude on the court is still a beast. We all have to admit it. He's still no, really no freaking good. Yes, but probably best handles in the game. Um, and we can't just forget this. This dude can pop off at any given moment. Like, this dude can go for 40. He can go for around 50 if he wants. Like, he, he can do so much. He's so efficient. He's got a good game. He's got a bunch of tools in his toolkit. Um, he's still awesome. And I was hoping he would go to the Lakers. Well, then we get the stuff that um, you know, we start seeing he may opt out and sign for the veteran minimum. That was always kind of a far-fetched idea. Um, but – he ends up opting into his deal, and I'm just like, oh, great. No, no Kyrie. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, no, there's no chance this whole Kyrie thing falls apart. There's no chance that the KD leaves. But then, lo and behold, man, out of nowhere, KD comes out and requests a trade. Torres, what were your immediate reactions to that statement? I was shocked. I ain't going to lie to you. I was like, what is he doing? Yes. Why? Oh. I'm almost at this point right now that KD wants to be put in the most perfect situation possible. All right? Now, I look at things like this. Just two years ago, he was more of a a shoe, a shoe string away from uh, uh, from making it to the, the NBA, NBA Finals. finals appearance. Yeah. That would have been the Hawks. He was going to make it to the NBA Finals, right? Yeah. Man, you had a great team. You had a great team last year. It was just the fact that none of y'all were, one, healthy. Two, you couldn't come together. Like, for instance, the time that you came together, Kyrie coming at the end of the season, the finally the band got lifted, you know, with the COVID stuff and all that bull crap, and he finally being a player. There was just so much controversy. You got to learn how to go through that sometime. To me, Kevin Durant don't like to go through no controversy. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily. Uh, anytime he got uh, adversity, give him get that right. Controversy, adversity, adversity, it don't matter. Yeah. He don't like to go through yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Anything that anything that requires a problem, he don't want to go through it. He's like, yeah. oh, next thing. So he it's not has a great some look either. It's really not a great look. That's why. Look, as a talent, he is without question top ten. He's awesome in talent. In talent, awesome. no question. Yes, no yes. question. Good, have a great to be top five. Good, have a great case to be top five. You really, you, you got a great case. Really, 
I'm about to say you have a great case. Top five yeah. talent. Yeah. But this is where it comes into play about his legacy as a top 10 overall player when you talk about the GOAT, greater than, greatest of all time. When you start talking about the GOAT conversation, the GOAT top 10, he ain't going to make that list because yeah. of these circumstances. In my opinion, he can't make it. Like, I, I, I don't see how – you went to the Warriors, all right, 73-9, and nine, yeah, incredible yeah. team. That was like, already something that was on your – that was already something against you. Yeah, that's already something against you. Now, the only two teams you want to go to are the number one teams in the East and the West, either the Suns or the Miami Heat, or heck, the team that just won the championship again, which is the yeah. Warriors. Yeah, they're being what? talked about in it. Yeah. What? Like, what? Like, that's I, – I, I can't even – I can't even grasp. Like, and to me, I'm like this. Warriors, you can't make that move. Because you no. just you'll shoot down like fences. So if KD wants to go to the Warriors, they can only be guaranteed two years. Two years with him. All right. Now whatever they do for those two years, I don't know. They win two championships, they do whatever. I mean, I think but, you, you're they're definitely making the finals. Yes. But you're only gonna have them for two years, in my opinion. So after those two years, you're either gonna be rebuilding like you just did. Well, or, hold on, because he's got a four-year contract. Are you saying he would ask out after two years? I don't see KD stand with Golden State no more than two years. Then that's I'm be sure what happened. Then I mean, it, yeah, you're right. Last time he left the whole situation because he was getting jealous of Steph. You know, and, and people still wanting. You know, they're still claiming that Steph was. Now he man. was there for three years on that one, but that's I don't like see him being. Years, yeah. I don't see him being there no more than that. I, I don't. Yeah. It's hard because KD is so wishy-washy. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Figure out like what do you want? Yeah. Like you got Kyrie, you got a solid team, got players. They go and trade. Back. They go and trade for James Harden that you really want. Yeah, they you go. They, give you, they literally gave this dude all that he wanted. I think the main thing, and this is something that's coming into play for me, the main thing they may not have given him is the coach. I don't know how much he had a say so in Steve Nash becoming the coach there. But that seems to be a big point of contention between uh, Katie and Kyrie with the Brooklyn Nets. It seems that both of them don't really mesh well with Steve Nash. And I think those bridges are burned. I don't think either one of them are going to come back. People, some people are speculating, oh, Kyrie and Katie, the Nets are going to hang on to them. Um, they'll let, you know, they'll keep them together for some of the season and then trade them. That's something we can get into here in a minute, but I don't know if either guy's going to be wanting to play at all this year if they're not if it's not on their own terms. I think they'll just sit it out. And now the Nets, they can find them, they can do whatever they want, they can try to punish them, all this kind of stuff. But oh my God, there's just so much to dive into here, dude. Like yeah, this this league is so different now. That's why so that's the reason why like. That's the reason why when I argue, because this, you know, this weekend, I know everybody at home, everybody had a really good 4th of July. I yeah. know you had your little cookout debates. And yeah. I had a bunch of them. And most of them, like, some of we agreed on a lot of things, but this is where I came to the conclusion. Like, I just can't deal with, like, today's NBA because it is really soft. I mean, I don't care nobody say. It is really, really soft. I mean, you got one of your best players in the league, no question, and he don't want to play because he ain't getting what he wants. Where's the part about competing? Been doing this though, he's been doing. Hey, yeah, that's the problem. Where's the competing part? Like, I don't like that. Or when people are actually considering, I didn't think it's gonna happen. 
Well, when people actually think like, well, the Lakers could make a package deal where they can get Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Well, what the freak? No, no that one ain't happening. What the freak? That he's one, not going to get his way. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. KD's still on. He's on. He still has four years left on his deal. Kyrie, he just has the one. He opted into that last year. We can make like thirty million. I think is what it is. Well, neither of them have a like a no trade clause, so they can't like just pick and choose where they want to go. I don't believe so. They're going to get traded to whoever can offer the best package. Now, in Kyrie's case, it's much it's much easier. Nobody wants him except for one team. And really, nobody wants him except for one player, and that's LeBron James. And LeBron James right. is going to get what he wants for this team. That's just how it is. The yeah. only thing that's up in contention is what are they going to give up to get him? Right now, and um, I'll be interested to see what you say, the things I've been seeing floating around is uh, Westbrook and maybe like Taylor Horton Tucker or Kendrick Nunn, whichever one you want to kind of throw in there kind of thing. Um, and then some people have said one or two first-round picks – for Kyrie and like Joe Harris or Kyrie and Seth Curry. Now, I don't think they should be in any place where they should trade first round picks because to be honest with you, I mean, yes, uh, player, player wise, you're getting a better player in Kyrie, but as in the case of, um, you know, who's going to actually be a better, I guess, person for a team, Russell Westbrook could at least come up and show up to work. Kyrie, we don't know what this dude is going to do. It's like it's still a big risk for both parties. If you, if you, you know, if you think about it, makes it sense. Kyrie, that makes he'll sense. just, you know, if he gets to the point, he'll just quit. He'll just stop playing. You know, Russell Westbrook will at least show up. He'll, you know, he might come in pissed off that he's not playing like he is, you know, like he wants to, but at least he shows up. Kyrie, we don't know. So I don't think they should be having to th- throw away two first round picks. Now, maybe they put one in there if they get Seth Curry. Yeah, I'll do that. You know what I'm saying? I think that would that would be, you know, a, a good piece because if they get Joe Harris and Seth Curry, I like that. I like that a lot for the Lakers. All three of them, Kyrie, Harris, Seth Curry going to that team with LeBron, you know, and AD. Like, I, I like that a lot. That's all the thing. That hey, that's all the thing. See, that's so, – So, we know, we know where Kyrie's probably going to end up. But the thing is, we're waiting on the uh, the KD part to fall. That's the first domino to fall because it seems like that's what everything hinges on. Everything is on pause right now. Donovan Mitchell's not going to get traded till Kyrie gets or till KD gets traded, and Kyrie is not going to get traded until KD is traded. Everybody is, right. is on pause because, you know, we've just seen two big trades. DeJounte Murray getting traded to the Hawks, and we can talk oh. about that here in a minute. They traded a good bit for him, and then we just saw a massive trade for Rudy Gobert. Uh, to the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Oh, Two teams man. unloaded assets that could have made a big run for KD, but since he did it, you know, in, in you know, in past and later on, um, they don't have those assets anymore because they just traded them for other people. So where where do you see KD going? I know he has a has a list of teams. I know we've seen the Suns pop up, Miami Heat have popped up. Um, some people brought up the Pelicans as a potential team. And then the Raptors and Warriors. That's the that's the five teams I've really seen brought up. But what do you, what are you kind of seeing from your end? I'm I'm gonna say now this might I I can see him. I know he really don't have a choice to, to per se, but I really I think he's if anything he probably wants to really go to Miami. I think he wants to be more in the West. I'm mean, more in the East uh, than the West. Um, I think he wants to go to Miami, a team that's basically already established. Miami was right there and going to the finals themselves. They add yeah. KD, what you think they're going to do? Come on now. <laughs> All right. All right. They, they got enough to beat the Bucks. 
if, if they are able to keep their main pieces. Like KD, like he said, he want he only wants to go to Miami as long as they keep Butler, um, Butler, Bam, and uh, Lowry. And I'm like, well, what the but fuck, then who, bro? Who are they going to? Who is Brooklyn going to get? Yeah, that's right. Who Brooklyn going to get? Same thing with uh the Suns. Hey, you can't yeah. have what? What? <laughs> I can't I can't even fathom like what KD really wants, but I feel like he might go to Miami. Um I think Miami might give up they might give up Bam. Um well, uh, they can't. Well, they can't. And here's the here's the reason why. They can't do it unless Ben Simmons is traded as well. Because Ben Simmons is on his rookie. There's like a certain deal that he did. It was like a rookie deal. You can't have two guys. You can't have more than one guy on the rookie. Um, extension on its on the same team, so that would mean Ben Simmons is oh. on his and Adebayo on the same is on his on the same team. So they can't do that technically without getting rid of Ben Simmons. Well, they must be going. Well, Ben gonna go somewhere. To me, Ben almost irrelevant at this point. He's an incredible yeah. talent that has not done nothing. I think he's gonna get traded somewhere. I wouldn't be shocked if you might see a Ben Simmons and a Kyrie package to uh, L.A. I wouldn't be shocked to see something like that since the man don't freaking play. Wow. And you know, wow. for, for, for Westbrook, for Westbrook as well. Um because yeah. uh, I feel I'm like all ears, though. I'd be open to like it. But... I don't feel like Westbrook's gonna be there. Or I can see a KD and Ben Stimmons package going somewhere. Um yeah. just to get him off. Um, but it, it's hard for me to really see where Durant goes. Hey, I don't like him going to the Warriors per se, because if he goes to go to state. You think about that, it's like, man, you're giving up because there's been talks about giving up pool and Wiggins and all that. I'm like, man, these guys are amazing. It would, it would cost it would cost them pool. Um, definitely Kaminga, definitely Mike Moses Moody. Um like not worth it. Bunch of bunch of first round picks. Uh it's not worth it. Not maybe worth Wiggins. It. It's a lot of depth you're giving away, and they've lost a little bit, which we'll get into here in a minute. They lost a little bit in uh, this free agency, it seems. They lost Gary Payton. That's it. Yeah. Well, him and Bielitsa. Bielitsa uh, wasn't huge, but he played a decent he role. He did play a decent role in that Memphis series. He did. He did. And, but but the, the big one was was Payton. That's the, and a lot of people are actually saying that that was a big deal. Whether we think it or not, apparently a lot of the players were really pissed off on that team. Yeah. Well, Payton, Payton did play a factor because I felt like that really series well for them. He was very. I felt like that series would have ended faster with Boston if he would have been playing. In my for opinion, real? I, yeah, I felt like it he played quicker. great. He played great. He did that team really well. Yeah. So, I think yeah. that ultimately, I think he's going to end up going to the Suns. Um, I think that this is what I think. I think they're they're trying to trade Aiton. They're going to find a third team, and what's going to happen is they're going to do a three team deal. Brooklyn has said they don't want Aiton. I don't understand why you're going. To, I don't know. That's beside me. I think Br- Brooklyn and Phoenix find a third team where Phoenix sends off DeAndre and gets some type of assets that they can then either keep or send to Brooklyn. I think they include Mikael Bridges, who's really good, great, great young player. Probably Cam Johnson. Um, oh, I see that. Okay. Yeah, uh, some first round picks, and you might could see some some others like in the mix. I think they're. They're, they're going to load up, and I think they're going to end up getting them. And then with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and KD, and Monty Williams' um, offensive scheme where mid-range is a big deal, KD is the ultimate, like, cheat code in that. Him and Chris Paul can kill you from mid-range. You, they can also kill you from three-point range, you know, even with Devin Booker in the mix. 
that's a solid team, dude. And they'll be able to throw some that guys. They ought to be the Suns. Oh, yeah. Oh, that Sun team will be, be That'll be – God, that'd be hard. So, <laughs> I think they but got the long, what it takes. As long as none of them don't choke. The long none of them don't yeah, choke. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I think that's what's going to end up happening. But if you think about it, Pelicans have probably one of the best offers they can make. They can trade away Zion Williamson. They can trade Brandon Ingram. They can throw some extra picks in there. They got a, they got a ton of picks now because, remember, they got some from the Lakers. They got some from, um, you know, some other deals they've made. They can throw in some other young players they have. So they, they have a ton they can offer. Um, and then the Raptors. Raptors, they say, can make a pretty good move, too. You think about Siakam, OG Ananobi. Um, you know, they got some other young pieces they can throw in the mix. And then they got some some draft capital. So those are those are the teams I would be keeping an eye on. I feel, see, this is another thing I can also see. I feel like if KD does get transported to trade to one of those teams, if it, there's a team he ain't going to want to be on, he ain't going to just play. He can pitch a fit. He'll just yeah. He's going to pitch a fit. fit. Yeah. And it just not play, and it become worthless. And you be like, "Well, I just gave away a bunch of my assets for nothing." So he's gonna go to a team that's gonna be a contender. That's the only time I see him because he's not gonna play if he goes to a team that doesn't contend. I just yeah. don't see it. So it just uh, look. It, it is what it is, man. He yeah. just he acts. It is what it is. It is yeah. what it is. So um, moving on now, you know, we we kind of talked about this just a little while ago. But the um, DeJounte Murray trade, our hometown um, Atlanta Hawks, they traded for DeJounte Murray. They traded Danilo Gallinari, who is, you know, a depth piece for, for us, uh, you know, a forward that can, um, <clears throat> that can shoot and play make, who's now with the Boston Celtics, which I really like, by the way. Uh, they traded him along with a 2023 first-round pick that's protected, a 2025 first-round pick unprotected, a 2027 unprotected, and then a 2026 pick swap. So um, what did you think about this trade um, from your point of view? Well, that, that was with the uh, Hawks. That was with the, the Spurs, the Spurs and the Hawks, yes. Spurs, the Spurs and the Hawks. So DeJounte, uh, DeJounte Murray going to uh, uh, the Hawks, I actually – I liked it. Um, I don't know if the Hawks should have given away that many picks for him. Um, but you got to remember, you see uh, – I saw a big increase in – I was looking at a little bit of his stats. And as the years went on, he's been in the league, what, since 2000 – what? 16, 17, I believe. But he's he's still pretty young. Um, from all. Oh yeah, he's still you know he's still very young. He just I just say he's been in for um a little bit you know to gain experience. And as like twenty fourteen or no 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 twenty sixteen he was he was drafted so twenty sixteen six years. and each year he's gotten better and better. Like last year he was averaging twenty one points per game and eight rebounds. Like the man is. Like the man is actually really good to have him and uh Trey Young together. I think that's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be a fun yeah. thing to see for the Hawks. To me, now the Hawks just need to you know like make sure they have a, a big man inside, somebody that can rebound, uh, be able to defend. I feel like DeJounte Murray is solid on defense. Um, mm-hmm. oh, he's, great. Yeah, he's somebody, a great defender. Somebody to be able to help out Trey Young, uh, you know, like. Because Trey Young will really be able to play defense a lot on really guys. So a lot of switch off and then like, you know, just basically like cover up Trey Young on a defensive end, like zone him a little bit. But I like I like DeJounte Murray. I really do. Mm-hmm. I like DeJounte Murray. Uh, I think it's a good pickup for the Hawks. I don't know if that he yeah. necessarily needed to give away all of those picks, but um I think it's a good piece for him. Now I think the Hawks will make a few more uh moves here and there. You got some moves to make. Yeah, and they, they made it. They made another one with the uh Kings. That if you saw that, where they traded Kevin Herter 
uh, one of their, you know, their sharpshooters. They traded him for Justin Holiday, Mo Harkless, and a future first-round pick. So they were able to get a little bit back on that. Um, Holiday and Harkless are serviceable players, can both kind of the three and D type guys. Um, even if they don't pan out with Atlanta, those can be like trade deadline targets where, you know, we see it every year where um, toward the trade deadline, um, this team that's had a couple guys go down, they're like, hey, we need a couple guys that we can play the wing position. They can, uh, you know, make threes and play defense. These are two guys that they could p- potentially move if they're not working with Atlanta. And then they got the first round pick back. So and they're not done. Um, we, we've already we've been hearing it for a while. John Collins is on the trade block. They're probably going to try to trade him. I don't think he's happy in Atlanta right now. Um, so that's something they can move. And I think that's another one that we're seeing where they're not going to move him until after the KD trade. That's like a thing that that one's on hold right now. Um, so everybody's waiting. Everybody's on in this waiting game right now. Um, the other big trade that we saw um, outside of um, the Spurs and Hawks trade was the Rudy Gobert one. And, man, this was, this was a freaking – Oh my God, this was this was huge, dude. I, I don't know if, like when I saw the the amount of stuff that the Timberwolves or that the Jazz got from gave the up for that Sun Gun. I, I was I said that's the dumbest trade we've already seen so far. So look, so look, they get they gave away Malik Beasley, uh, who's had his issues off the court. Um, he's done some crazy crap, but he's a great player, uh, good scorer, can play the play the two really well. Patrick Beverly, who we all know is a He's a good piece to have, a good veteran um, that you can he have on your team. Veteran. And he's, he's he's nice to have on your team. You don't want to go against him, but you do want to play with him. Uh, they traded Leandro Balmera. I don't know much about him. Uh, Walker Kessler, their first-round pick from this past year. Um, most of you might know him. Uh, played at North Carolina, um, then transferred to Auburn. Good, tall center. I've actually seen him play when he was in the Georgia High School State Championships here. Great player. They traded Jared Vanderbilt, who played a lot of center for them last year, and then they traded away essentially five first-round picks, a 2023 first, 2025 first, 2027 first, 2026, and 2029 – or 2026 pick swap and 2029 first. Wild, the amount of stuff they got. Now, here's what comes to mind here. For Rudy Gobert, get out of here. If they traded that for Rudy Gobert – what is a KD going to get back for, for you know, what is, what is a team going to have to give up for KD? If that's what Rudy Gobert's worth, oh, my God. You know oh, what I'm saying? What? Like, think about that, Torres. If he's worth that, what is KD worth? Somebody See, that's the thing. Play. That's the thing. That's just called stupid management because Rudy Gobert ain't worth that. He ain't okay. worth close to that. He ain't worth half of that. Uh, like, there ain't no – dude, for Rudy Gobert – look, 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 look. No shot down to Rudy. All right? Defensive player of the year. Uh, probably let, what, haven't he led the league in blocks for like what three out of the last four seasons? He's been, he's been dominating that for a while, yeah. He has rebound. I mean, look, he's a monster in the paint, but my goodness, it's a different league now, man. If yeah. you ain't got a big man that can get on the outside and shoot, then it, I don't know if this much stuff is worth it. If this was Nikola Jokic, all right, different story, all right, could be a different story, but this is Rudy Gobert. Very stagnant. Uh, I mean, he's really good on the defensive end. Okay, solid little offense, but he ain't gonna he he ain't gonna be the difference maker on why your your team makes the next level, makes the next jump. I don't think he is. So for them to yeah. make that decision, that means they think, oh, this man is gonna be the difference maker on why we succeed now as a franchise. I disagree. 
I do not think Rudy Gobert is that player. And I don't think Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert is going to add any, anything really to that team besides being a defensive threat. You know, so Timberwolves, I think you just shot yourselves in the foot. Unless you unless you get Kevin Durant with girl Rudy, which I don't see happening, yeah. then what you just did was worthless. For real. Worthless. Yeah, I mean, so now the Timberwolves, they're looking at, they got, you know, of course they still got Anthony Edwards. And, you know, this ain't all they've done. They've actually had a pretty good um, – they they've had a pretty good offseason outside of this. Um, you know, even though – I do think Rudy Gobert is going to serve a purpose. I think he can still because you think about yeah, it, Carl Anthony will. Towns. Yeah, Anthony Towns. He was playing. Um, he was playing more of the four. He was like a power forward almost. They were running with Vanderbilt at the five, where um, it would clear him up, where he could play in space, he could shoot and whatnot. They still got him, D'Angelo Russell. Who, if I were them, I'd be trying to trade. Um, they still got Anthony Edwards, who had a great freaking year. Um, he looks awesome. Uh, then outside of that, you know, they, they still got some other good playmakers. They, they actually signed Kyle Anderson from the Memphis Grizzlies, who I think that fits in really well with what they're doing. He's in, another good um, ball handler uh, for them, and he can play some good defense and, and, you know, things along those lines. I'm trying to look up who else they have. They have some other decent pieces. Um, let's see. Jake Lehman is okay. Hmm. Torian Prince, they picked him up, so that's good. Um, so I mean, they, they got a solid team. They do have to address some of that depth, though. I feel like they gave away a ton of depth on that in that trade. I think they did as well, man. I agree with you. I, I think they gave away yeah. a lot of depth, um, a lot of really good players. Uh, do they, don't do they still have D'Angelo Russell? They do, and then he's uh, to me, he's not that great. I think I would. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know about keeping him. I would try to trade him away if I were them. Some people brought up uh, if they would be a potential person, a potential team that would want Kyrie, like if they would trade D'Angelo for Kyrie. But I don't think – if I were them, I don't think I would do it because I think they got a good thing going for them over there. Um, I like Anthony Edwards a lot. I like, you know, Carl Anthony Towns. They seem to get along. Now you got Rudy Gobert in the mix. You got something that can actually – you got a team that can actually make a run here. Why would you throw Kyrie in the mix? and potentially go and try to ruin that. You know, I think that's what yeah. Kyrie's been doing lately. He's been ruining a lot of stuff. Um, I wouldn't send him – and I really wouldn't send him to a place he don't want to be. And no offense to Minnesota, I don't think Minnesota's where Kyrie wants to be. <laughs> well, I can see I can see this as well. It's like, I mean, when you look at the Timberwolves, they could be trying to play this twin towers dynamic. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got Carl Anthony Towns and uh, Rudy Gobert. And like you see, you got Anthony Edwards. So, I will say – they're going to have size over any team they're going to play against now. They're going to have a lot of size against them. But like you said, it's the depth that comes into play for the Timberwolves. I think they're going to run into a lot of issues. But they're going to be bigger than most teams. They're going to be they're gonna be really big. <laughs> they're going to have a lot of big mm -hmm. men on the court. So I give them that. Let's see here. And then I think another trade that we saw, and this, was, this one kind of flew under the radar for a lot of people, but um, the Celtics, they traded for Malcolm Brogdon. Um, and I, I don't know how much you really know about Brock Brogdon. He's been battling, um, he's been battling injury for quite some time now. But the Celtics they traded away. It looks like they traded Nick Stauskas, who brought, rode the bench, Daniel Tice, Aaron Neesmith, one of their former first round picks, Jawan Morgan, Malik Fitz, and a 2023 first round pick in return uh, for Malcolm Brogdon, which that 
that first round pick isn't going to mean too much because I think they're going to be a pretty good team next year. Um, but yeah. I like this trade a lot for them. They said they're going to bring him off the bench. They still got, you know, their, their team from last year. They, st- they still have everybody from last year except those ones they just traded away, which really didn't mean anything. Tice really in the finals didn't play hardly any minutes. Neesmith didn't play any minutes except for when it was a blowout. So, I mean, they really didn't give up anything. And they got they get this guy that can be an instant contributor to the team. You still got the um, the team that you have, and then they added Gallinari to the mix. I think Boston got pretty well this um, this offseason. I think they, they've only enhanced their chances at maybe making a run in the East one more time. So um, we'll see how that one rocks. Let's see what Boston does, man. I mean, yeah, adding on a few more pieces to this already stacked team. I, I can see Boston making another good run. Um, yeah. I think they are doing things in offseason this year, so. So tell me a little bit about this uh, this one free agency signing that we saw because I know you like the Clippers a lot. You're very fond of the Clippers. Um, yes. I've seen that they were able to pick up uh, John Wall. What do you think John Wall is going to mean to the Clippers this year? As long as he is healthy, that's the only thing. I think the Clippers. Uh, I think the Clippers at this point. Uh, this is their last chance. This is their last year. This yeah. is their last chance to finally co- go after that title. If they don't get it this year, they'll never get it, all right? Reason why, Kawhi's coming back. Paul George, you got John Wall. I mean, this team is going to be stacked from, like, top to bottom. It's going to be a really good team. Um, I, I'm trying to – I'm thinking about, you know, they got Nicholas Batoon and – Yeah, uh, uh, they got Norman Powell, Marcus Morris, Luke Kennard, Robert Clinton, Reggie Jackson, Vika uh, Zubac. Uh, they got they got they got stacked team, dude. They really do. They got they a got nice a stacked team. list of Reggie players. Jack, like you said, Rodney Hood. They, they got some solid guys, man. And these guys, guys are not they're not too old either. So, like, mm-hmm. look, I, I like I like what the Clippers are doing. I can see them like being in a really good position right now. Like, I can really see the Clippers like being one of those next teams to really contend for the West as long as they're healthy. If they're healthy, they should be in the title contention. It's gonna be tough. Like, it's gonna be tough for like. Teams like the Lakers, the Warriors, the Suns, to be able to really compete with these teams when they're like going at it. And I said it just like just like two years ago, when the Clippers had their team, man, and like the Clippers were like clicking on all cylinders without Kawhi, they still was amongst the best teams in the league. Like even without yeah. Kawhi, and you see what they did in the playoffs. Heck, if it wasn't for that crazy dunk, um, uh, Aiton caught. You know, I thought the Clippers had a really good chance to for beat real. the Suns. So. Yeah, uh, Clippers gonna be right there, man. I, I I wouldn't sleep on them. I think they're. I think John Wall is gonna be a big piece, depending on how they play. Uh, you know, probably you know Kawhi gonna take his time to get back in there. So he, you talking about load managing? He's gonna sure load manage a lot this year. Oh, um, mm-hmm. George getting back in there. You know, being fresh. Hopefully, him having no blunders himself. But I, I see this team doing really well. I, I'm excited for the Clippers. All right. Well, uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about your Dallas Mavericks and who they let go, and more importantly, who the New York Knicks got uh, for big money uh, this offseason. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. And where we're going to start things off here, man, we got to get into it. But Jalen Brunson, coming from your Dallas Mavericks, he was a real key piece uh, to this postseason run they had. They were finally able to make it past the first round. Um, but we had been hearing about this for a while, and this is actually a big thing right now. The New York Knicks have been hot on them. 
And uh, they're they're going to probably have to pay a little bit of a price because it seems they were they were tampering pretty hard. They agreed to a deal even before the Mavericks had a chance to even offer them anything. So the Mavericks wow. are pretty upset about it. Um, what what did you see? But they offered him, I think. Let me see what it ended up coming out to. I know it was a really expensive deal. Was it one hundred ten? Four million? years. Four years, one hundred and four million. One hundred and four million. So pretty. Pretty wild number. They they plan on really featuring him and him being like one of their stars on their team next year. Something that the Mavericks won't be able to do. But what what do you see here coming from a Mavericks fan? Well, I mean, he was a vital part. I really wish, uh, I really wish we would like made more of an effort to like keep him. Um, yeah. I, I really enjoyed Jalen Bronson. Jalen Bronson had a lot of really good games. So obviously, I know a lot of people kept talking about you know Luca didn't have no help and all this stuff. Um, and late late in the playoffs, he, he he had to carry a lot by himself. But if y'all don't remember, in a lot of those games, especially that Suns game, the Suns series, Jalen Bronson came to play. Luca had his games, but Jalen Bronson came to play. And he had his career high this past season, like with 16 points per game. Um, and what? He's only been in the league for, what, three, four years? You know, so, like, he, he's growing. So, like, he's becoming a, a much, much better player. And I feel like he's starting to really come into his own and really be trying to become that number two guy for Luka. I, I wish we just wouldn't let him go so easily. I, I, don't, understand, I don't understand that. Now, I could, I've could. i been hearing a lot about reports about Dallas potentially trying to make a move for Donovan Mitchell. Um, I could see that uh, really well. That would be really solid if we can make that move. I would really enjoy that if we found yeah. a way to get Donovan Mitchell or a KD. You know, with a you yeah. know, we can find you know, if put our names in a hat. But I would like to get Donovan Mitchell, so I could see one of those reasons why it let us allowing that to go because we haven't been really getting a lot of guards so far. We've been just letting them slot by. So I think we are one of those teams that's in the hunt for Donovan Mitchell currently. Yeah, uh, you guys were able to kind of salvage it a little bit. It looks like um, you. Well, I mean, what was working for y'all in the postseason was your small ball, you know, moving with Maxi Kleber at like the five, Dwight Powell kind of at the five. But it looks like you guys went and at, went and added two um, centers uh, this offseason. Uh, you traded for Christian Wood from the Rockets, and then you went and picked up JaVale McGee, who's been a really good player these past few years. He's um He's been very efficient. Um, you guys went and picked them two up. So it looks like you'll actually have some bigs to work with now in Dallas. So that's something to kind of keep an eye on. Um it seems like the Knicks are really going in all in on this year. Like as far as um, you know, thinking that Brunson is the they're going to be their their savior. It seems like um, you got him. They got you know R.J. Barrett still. Um, you know they still have Julius Randle who's kind of really fallen off um, as of late. Like he's I don't know what happened to him this year. That was pretty wild. But they went and picked up um, Isaiah Hartenstein, who was with the Clippers. And uh, a pretty good player, honestly. Like, um, I don't remember much of him this past year, but it, but like looking at the numbers and from what people said around the league, like he was a really good center, and now he's going to be a good backup for them, a good change of pace center that they have behind Mitchell Robinson. So, um, those two teams, you know, kind of seeing what they did this offseason, that's pretty crazy. Uh, that the Knicks had to kind of make up a little bit because they pissed off a lot of people in the draft by trading away their picks. Um, they just gave up everything they had like Stephen a and all of them are so upset um at that so they tried to make it up to the fans somehow but that's just a well I, I, would, I would say like is another thing like for for the Mavs he's like I see that we also traded for Christian Wood yeah, um I think that's a solid pickup 
yeah. another big solid pickup. And 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 back on and back on the Knicks, man. Obviously, yes, I've been saying a lot of things with like you say with Stephen A. and all those guys be getting on. They've been hating the picks the uh uh the uh the Knicks have been making. What what's uh is what is going on with RJ Barrett? Is he still uh, positive? He's been doing actually pretty good. He actually had a pretty decent year this past year. So I mean he's he's looking pretty okay. good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, so I, think, I don't know much about the Knicks so I mean, he had a he had a solid year. Like they're they're pretty high on him. They they think he's uh pretty good. So um, you know, they got them, you know, uh, RJ Barrett, Julius Randle. Now you got Jalen Brunson, Derrick Rose is still there, Obi Toppin, you know, who we used to know pretty well. Um, Emmanuel Quickly, who's a good um depth piece. They got Cam Reddish, who doesn't seem to want to be there. That so they might trade him away. Um Evan Fournier. People like this, Nerylands Noel still, Taj Gibson, people like that. So, I mean, it's an okay roster. It's decent. We'll see how they kind of rock with it, though. It, it's going to be – that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, one of the more more peculiar moves that was made uh, – because, you know, every year at the start of free agency, as soon as it starts, a bunch of deals come out on Twitter. Shams Sharania is posting them, and Adrian Wojnarowski is posting them. The, this person agrees with this deal, and it's just a boom, 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 one after the other because these these players and these teams, even though they're not allowed to, they've been talking, and they've been coming up with deals already. And one of the first ones, which is wild to me, DeAndre Jordan got picked up immediately by the Denver Nuggets. What in the world are they doing? Like that, To me, that like DeAndre, <laughs> Jordan, DeAndre Jordan is so washed, and to, to see him be one of the first pickups, uh, that was wild to me. But then they kind of made up for it, and they went and got Bruce Brown. And I love that pick for them uh, from the Nets. He is a great player. He was a great player for the Nets. I think he's going to fit very good with uh, Jokic. He cuts to the basket a lot. He can hit the three. Um, he's a solid player. So I, I really like what they did in, in that re- retrospect. Um, well, uh, I just saw two- like – go. I'm sorry. Go I was about to say I just saw like for the Nuggets, like there's only, there's only three centers – in NBA history, uh, to sign for over a two hundred million dollar uh, deal, Nikola Jokic is one, and yeah. the team we were just getting on has two of them: Carl Town, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns. Go there, so that's goofy. that's nuts. Goofy, that is. <laughs> yeah, the, the Nuggets. They're now they now have you know they still got Jokic, uh, Aaron Gordon. I think they still got yeah they still got Jeff Green, uh, Jamal Murray, who we haven't seen in a. Oh wow, Michael Porter Jr., who you know he's been kind of hurt, but they they traded for Kentavious Caldwell Pope and Ish Smith, so those are two decent guards they can kind of play with. Um, and now I said, you know, they got Bruce Brown. They they got a, a solid team. I feel like, and um, they can actually make a run at something. I feel um, they were able to, you know, they had Brent Forbes still, and then they got the the I don't know if you remember the white shooter that came from uh, Kentucky. Or not Kentucky, but Kansas Christian Braun. I don't know how much you watched of the March Madness, but they had this white kid that could shoot pretty well. Um, it's pretty good. He's I thought he was a pretty good pickup. I was gonna say though, um, the last team I'll kind of comment on is the Lakers. I've I've liked what they've kind of done. Um I did I did like the Lonnie Walker pickup. They used their taxpayers exception, middle level exception to kind of pick him up. He's a young guy. If you remember, he came from Miami, a first round pick by the Spurs. Um they let him go, and we picked him up. So, I, I like that. Uh, Troy Brown Jr., I think he's going to be a pretty good pickup. Um, they were also able to get Thomas Bryant uh, last night. So, that was that was a really good 
uh, pickup in its sense. So I think he can actually be possibly the starting center. He can shoot. He can play pretty well. They also picked up Damian Jones, a center that we um, that they had for a little while. And then I, I kind of like what they did in the, um, the draft. They got uh, Max Christie, player from Michigan State, Scotty Pippen Jr. Um, as a free agent. And then also there's this uh, guy from um, Syracuse, Cole Swider, who's, uh, who's pretty good. He's been able to – he's been shooting lights out at um, Summer League. So I, I like what they did so far this offseason. Maybe they can add to it by getting rid of Westbrook and picking up Kyrie. So that's that's what I got for, for you there. Um, any other teams you want to highlight here from free agency? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, you know, after looking through it, I was like, man, you know, so far the Lakers have been doing really good in the free agency. You know, they're picking up a lot of good younger. key pieces. They got it. Yeah, exactly. They got younger. They ain't got all these oh, old yeah. men like Dwight Howard and all those boys. Like, leave those old men alone, man. You still got to run them down that court. Leave those old men yeah. alone. So, yeah, look, I like it. It should be good for them to be able to build up on. Bringing in a guy like Kyrie is going to be big if they can get that. Uh, uh, now, Look, like you said, it's more about availability than just sometimes consistency. Uh, at least Westbrook is going to be available. Uh, we don't know that 100% sure for Kyrie. Uh, even though Kyrie is more consistent, we don't know. You know, and then again, Kyrie, Kyrie could just fall off the face of the planet, you know, since it's a flat earth. So he could just fall off and, like, we'll never see the man again. But then again, you know. I don't know. So I'm excited for what the Lakers are going to try to do. I'm, I'm excited to see what Kyrie and Durant do because obviously yeah. they're going to uh, gonna make a big deal uh, wherever happens in the league. Yeah. Uh, quick little take on the draft, though. It, it went uh, – the, they thought they knew who was going to go first. Like, people thought they knew, for the most part, who was going to go first for a while. The uh, People were thinking Jabari Smith for a good while, the uh, forward from Auburn. Uh, but it ended up being Paolo Bancaro from Duke. Um, I know you probably saw that. Then it went to Chet Holmgren, um, who just had a really good night in summer league. I don't know if you saw it, but he just set the summer league record for most blocks in a game. He had six last night, man. and he had 23 points. He shot like three threes. He he looked solid, man. Um, and Paolo, you know, him going to the Magic, that should be pretty decent. Jabari Smith to the Rockets, I think that fits well with what they've been doing. The Kings – even though a lot of people went after them, they picked fourth. They got Keegan Murray from um, Iowa State, uh, good player, but most people thought they should have went after Jaden Ivey, uh, a guard from Purdue who a lot of people are saying he's kind of similar to like John Morant, really physical, really bouncy, physically gifted. Um, they didn't end up picking him because he didn't even come and work out for them. He wasn't sending in his physicals. He didn't want to go to Sacramento, so I guess they just decided to go with somebody that actually at least showed that they wanted to be there. Um, other than that, you know, things went pretty swimmingly. I mean, um, the Thunder made some big moves. They went big, picked up um, – not only did they get Holmgren, but they got another uh, big man from um, a team in New Zealand. Um, and then they got Jalen Williams, a guard from Santa Clara. So they had a good draft. Um, we kind of talked about it, but the Knicks traded their picks away. The fans were pretty upset about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, – Things went pretty like a, like a lot of people thought. I mean, you had a couple of um, some mix-ups. You know, the, um, Memphis picked a guy pretty early that a lot of people thought was going to go in the second round. David Roddy is a big guard from Colorado State uh, that I liked in this year's tournament, um, even though they lost in the opening round to Michigan. But it was um, a pretty solid draft. Nothing too too wild. You know, went down. There's, you know, some trades, a lot of trades. 
So it was it was pretty good. So yeah, anything else you wanted to cover here NBA offseason wise before we wrap it up? No, uh, no, man. I'm look. Hey, NBA season started out hot, man. Right when the finals yeah. ended, there was a whole bunch of whole bunch of stuff going on. So Crazy. um obviously we, there's a lot a whole lot of other things we can definitely talk about. Um uh when it goes into like the next yeah. next following uh going into the next year. Um and I remember there was a little small thing a lot of people were asking the question was uh what the Nets did and uh uh what the Nets did those last two years, what Kevin Durant did for the Nets, was that uh was it a failure? And I mean just just by how you look at it, and I, I think yeah. in totality, probably yes, it was a failure. Was. Um but because they, they didn't expect to get swept, you know, or even though they lost uh in the first round, I'm not in the first round, even though I lost to the second round to the eventual champs, uh you know, they didn't expect it to happen the way it happened, not having all their key pieces. If if the Nets wanted to go down, they wanted to go down like swinging with their best. Yeah, They couldn't even go down swinging with the best, you know, like so they didn't even have everything they needed. So um, it could it, it was a failure. It was a failure, not because of the outcome, but because of how it happened. So, yeah, uh, I, will, I will say that uh, in that right. It, it was a failure you. for what KD and the Nets did. Yeah, yeah. well. Hey, yeah, it was, it's, it's been a while. We had to kind of wrap up a lot of stuff there. I know there was a lot of things, uh, and there's still more to come. Like we said, there's a lot of trades that are still going to happen. We st- we got to wait on the KD domino to fall, though. That could happen at any moment. It could happen, um, you know, it could happen tomorrow. It could happen tonight. could happen months from now. They might even go into the season with them. We don't know. Uh, this is going to be a big deal for teams, owners, players moving forward because um, – you know, this is wild. Uh, a guy with four years left on his contract asking for a trade, um, are they going to let him get his way or are they going to go after the best deal possible for the team? I think that they should probably go for the best deal for the team uh, because we can't we, – this is this is a slippery slope, dude. Once you start letting players determine what they're going to do, there's no there, – you know, there's there's it's chaos. It's chaos at that point. It is so chaos. This will right. be something to watch. This will be interesting to watch moving forward. So – um, I do think Kyrie to the to the Lakers is going to be a for sure thing. Um, it's just a matter of time, which you know, it's just, it may You're take right about longer. That. I agree with you. I agree. I don't you. think the Lakers are trying to give up a ton for him, so they're going to wait this one out. They're going to be patient, which they should. If they get impatient, they're going to end up giving away too much and screwing themselves in the long run. So I think they should wait this one out and uh, just get them when they whenever the Nets decide to give them away because it ain't like they're going to trade them to anybody else. Nobody else wants the guy. So I mean. No. Really, what's your what's your leverage at that point? But uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up this one. Uh, a lot of good stuff covered in this. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, continue to uh, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are offered. Uh, if you click in the description um, in our podcast, you can click on the link tree link. It's got all of our social media accounts. Give us a follow, a like, subscribe, retweet, share, all that good stuff. And then there's a financial support uh, tab in the front there on the very top. If you want to donate as little as 99 cents up to 9.99 a month, that would help us tremendously. So with that being said, this is going to be the end of this show and we'll see you next time. Boom, boom.